What up? This is Taylor Hart from Respect My Region, and you're popping in for episode seven of Blunt Talk with me, Taylor Hart. And today I'm sitting here with Yo Highness, all the way up from Federal Way. Hey, hey, hey. Come on now. I rock with Federal Way, so yes, yes, <laughs> it's yes. always nice to link up with people. So uh, today we are smoking on uh, Emerald Jane's Watermelon Gelato, which is a Gelato 45 and Skittles cross. I want to say, yeah, Skittles is crossed with it. So gonna be a nice gassy, stony kind of one. Um, and so yeah, we're gonna spark up, and then we're just gonna shoot some shit because Your Highness does like a million things around here, <laughs> and so you got a lot to talk about. <laughs> so Man. yeah, uh, I which uh, first and foremost, uh, the one of the last times I saw you, other than randomly at the Croc, was um, uh, for your album listening party at ETC. You, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm still rocking with tutorials. I still have one of your songs on my playlist. Um, yes. <laughs> Do Your Dance is like one of my favorite songs <laughs> on the album. Hell so yeah. Is, I'm still Hell rocking yeah. with that one right now. Um, but yeah, that was such a fun, fun event uh, with everybody out there and yep. whatnot. Uh, what was it like putting that together, putting the album together? I know you worked with a bunch of people on that album. Yep. And it was like, a homie project. Hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that. Putting that all together. It was a full circle moment, honestly, yeah. for me. Especially like, because it's not like what you do normally. Yeah. Like, you're not like chasing the artist yeah. career or anything, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it took like, it was like a good nine months of just like recording, kicking it, um, just inviting a bunch of homies through and shit. Like, I think I probably recorded, I think in my file, it might have been like 25 to 30 songs that we based down to like that nine yeah and it was just like all the homies that i met through like nightlife just being around all the music um you know like trey i tell him to come through yeah (laughs) just slide on me you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. no like crazy rap shit so it was it was super organic the way that project came together and working with ian was super cool he's late in the game here but let's get some better lighting. Okay, right? Okay. But yeah, working with Ian was was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he helped dial in the sound that I've always wanted to like create for the most part. Yeah. You know that West Coast feel, that bop, that um, that bounce. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just that vibe, and it's hard to truly find that from people out here because it's a sound, you know, more like L.A. West mm-hmm. Coast type shit, and so. Yeah, the southern he, west coast. He got the ear that a nigga was looking for, so we mm-hmm. was able to truly like dial in on on the sound. Um as for like the event. <clears throat> the event was super cool because I'm used to like making artwork for shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was super cool to get personal. You yeah. know, like I sent you a text and an invitation. Right. Um, inviting everybody out. And I really just it was cool being able to see all those tastemakers under one roof. Totally. And yeah. like, you know, I'm not fooling myself but it was cool to be able to see them all there for me yeah all there to be able to get an ear and honest listen it was literally like a day before it came out um yeah it was just fun man it was vibes i got my son in there and shit like it was yeah it was it was was tight and it it honestly reminded me so much of when i was a kid because my dad's been a musician my whole life yep I would be the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, my parents have told me stories of me falling asleep at my dad's show or come something on, while I was just, like, <laughs> like in my mom's fucking arms or something. Hell yeah. So yeah, it was, it was amazing to see that it was such a family affair and yeah. have everybody in the building like that. It for really sure. was. It was cool. And every, like you said, everybody was there for you yeah. and supporting you because you're always out supporting everybody else. Exactly. So, you know. Exactly. So it was, it was really cool to be there. It was it was surprising, man. I even like there were some people that I didn't invite that showed up that I was like, damn, this is cool. I yeah. wanted you to be there, but I didn't think you would come, so right. I, you know, I wasn't able to send the personal invite. But overall, it was cool, and I think it was it was needed for my style of music. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not out here trying to make no crazy club bangers. Right. You know, I mean, if something sticks in the club, then it sticks in the club. But like. I needed to be able to break down those songs individually and you know i don't know how people listen to their music but like i created an album yeah you know what i'm saying something that's cohesive these songs complement each other so i needed people to hear them in that order yeah you know so it was cool being able to have that moment to give that to those people for sure for sure yeah yeah you could feel like the momentum building up because it really does have 
uh, an energy timeline to yeah, it, you know what I mean? For sure. So where you can, you can feel the different energies. And so, yeah, it, if you shuffle it, which I listen to it shuffled too, yep. it, it has the same, like, cohesion to it, but it doesn't flow. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because one moment you're up, the next mm -hmm. one you're down. What like, <laughs> mood are we reaching for? Yeah, you exactly. Know? So, yeah, the way you sequence it was, it was really a nice flow to it. So, yeah, yeah you hit that. And, and you could definitely feel it, too, through it. Even when you get to, when we got to the end with the slower songs there, people's energy was so hyped mm -hmm. off of the first half that mm -hmm. it just kept riding through for the sure. entire thing. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I think it was a nice visual uh, way to enjoy the album. Yeah. You know, through yep. everybody else's energy. Hell yeah. So fucking cool. <clears throat> and shout out, shout out ETC. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You got the ETC yeah. slippers. Yes. You know yes. I, in, I could not I, resist buying these. <laughs> I, I appreciate them so much, man. The space that they provide outside yeah. of just themselves. You know, they got the super cool space and they could be hella cool, hella bougie, not fuck with people. Right. Man, they, they make sure that the city knows that they can use them as an outlet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 beautiful what those people do down there. Yeah. I love Umi, love Daz, love Perry, I love the whole staff, bougie, like it's <laughs> yeah. It's all love from from me to them. For sure, you know? yeah. Uh so uh that's pretty much uh, how that went down for tutorials for you and yep. shit, all the homies together. Uh, but outside of that, you do a lot of things in nightlife as yep. well, and you're kind of getting back to it, right? Yeah. Uh, so what exactly are you getting back to here? Um, man, really just trying to create that vibe in Seattle, like right now. Like personally, my focus been on uh, event planning. Right. for the most part yeah um i've been on this wave of like the hip-hop and trying to find the balance of you know that hip-hop that we listen to in our car with top 40 shit like that right. i work at q nightclub that people don't know and you know we cater to so many different walks of life and so yeah really just trying to find that balance on saturdays and then you know my personal shit like i'm djing and i'm not even djing hip-hop right now yeah. like i told myself this year i'm only gonna do R&B and like house music. So I'm doing this thing called Facts, which we I did at Q. Um, when I think I, when I seen you at the Crocodile, did I play that night? Did I playing maybe the- I, I don't remember because that night it was upstairs and downstairs. Yep, yep. Um, Justin Hardinger, Dal, Samurai Dell were downstairs doing this, that. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know if you're, were you. Were I played downstairs? the next one. No, I was. I was. I went downstairs to go uh, support Justin. And, oh, okay. And, and yeah, yeah. Guys. And, uh, the yeah, next that's one where I saw through. you. It was downstairs at Madam Liz, mm -hmm. and then I popped upstairs too, and there was somebody spinning upstairs. Swerve, one of those guys, mm -hmm. and that's fam. That's gang. I love those guys. I yeah, what a guys. crazy night! Yeah. As a, and I was the first one yeah. I've been to Madam Liz. Yeah, and and I was just like, "Holy shit, this mm -hmm. is dope! This it's is like tight. a legit venue yeah. downstairs." Yeah, I'm like, God, upgraded the fuck up. They had a fucking my uh, God green room and everything. I'm like, oh shit, crazy! The green room is lit. I was in the green room at the last crocodile. Mm -hmm. I've been only back there like once or twice, but it was. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a charming griminess to the old crocodile. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he like in, uh, upgraded tremendously, but I still love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Grimy quality. That old one, man, it was special. There was so much like history, history yeah. in that place. You know, like yeah. if you didn't get them on the big stage, you probably went to like a smaller show in that front part. And you I love those. Pizza. That yeah. shit was. Come on, man. It was undefeated. Yeah, was I love cool. those. There were so many times where I'd be sitting at the bar there uh, and somebody I was with was eating pizza or some shit yep. like that. Yep. <laughs> and I'd be hollering from the back yep. of the bar like, <laughs> <laughs> Go crazy. Go so crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Madame Liz, though, is so, so cool. I Fire. Can, and, and for being the underground secondary venue, it's still pretty fucking big. I like that spot a lot yeah. more than the spot not even like i could can compare the two but like upstairs man that shit's for touring acts personally yeah, it's so it's so, so, Larry, it's so Larry there 
It was packed. Yeah. Sardine packed. Like I like I made my way over to the far end mm -hmm. and I stayed there. You could do stage design up there and yeah. shit like that. Like it's it's a venue. Downstairs. It was a big, yeah. Boiler room shit. Right, hundred you know percent. Like, that's, that's where my heart lies. Yeah, 1, 1, yeah. I like being down there, being with your community, mm -hmm. being with the people who are always there, yep. kind of a thing. And not the like when I saw Larry June there, it was like everybody and their mother who wanted to see him. Yep. People that don't usually go out. Right, like, right. He's gonna bring him out. Oh, he's bringing him out for sure, for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. The stage what sounded fucking great. Yep. Great lights, phenomenal. Come on. Like the whole vibe was fantastic mm -hmm. but those are the venues that i usually avoid <laughs> yeah for sure for uh, sure i gotta genuinely so love that artist yes it's, you know? it's right and i was in heaven there because i love larry yep but it, i was like any other show i'd be like no <laughs> I, I don't know who i'm going out yeah this you know i don't know about mm -hmm. that but madam Luz was tight so yeah. i was super excited to see that new venue um but yeah Damn, now I forgot what we were talking about before that, but that, yeah, now, that, was, a, that was a good little sidebar. Yeah, for I, real. I got away from what I'd be doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what you'd be doing is still so fucking tight. Thank uh, you. But I mean, it's interesting. One of the things that you said right off the beginning there was is you're trying to build that infrastructure, and that is one thing about Seattle is mm -hmm. we really don't have that nightlife infrastructure. Yep. I talk to people all the time about how we're not a 24-hour city at all. No, nope. late night is dead, especially right now my god everything's starting to pull back there like, man all these robberies and shit everywhere you telling me uh, i'm outside yeah that's, that's i know <laughs> it's nuts i avoid certain parts mm -hmm. of the city at certain times of night now yeah. and i never used to be like that you know For sure. but For now sure. it really is in that weird spot but yeah we don't have that nightlife out here you know people are leave by like 11 o'clock yep. and want to be in bed for sure know? I mean, I don't blame you some nights, but some nights, you know, I get off work and I I want to go out. You want to go shit. out? And it's 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 bigger than just going out. You can't even find nowhere to go get no food. Exactly. I want to <laughs> go out and just have like dinner yeah. somewhere, you know, maybe a drink. Yeah. Not go out and party or anything like that, but you can't even do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't even find a spot to so, fill your stomach Yeah, up so if night. you're coming here trying to like party and shit, like you're really <laughs> out of luck. You got to know some people. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's all like underground. And yep. so, like, even me, I don't even like to go to the club that much. And right. I just don't like that scene to be here and to be a thing. For sure. Mostly because all the other events I would go to would thin out, probably. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these fuckers would be able to go out and have their club time and shit. So it would be a little bit more difficult. But I don't think different. we ever understood the importance of the, the club and right. the nightlife in Seattle, you know? And it's. I feel like it's due to us not having our own identity or not ha not having our own identity, but owning in on our identity. Yeah. You know, um, the nightlife and the clubs are going to push the music of the people that's in that city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go to any other major city, they're going to play their... That's what they're doing. They're playing their people's music mm -hmm. first and foremost. And yeah. it, it goes from the club. Oh, did you hear it was cracking at the club? This song had it going crazy. Yeah. Now it's on the radio in the city. Right. And so it's just building. It's building. We're building up our locals into superstars. And that's the thing we lack out here. We don't yeah. do that. Right. Um, not enough people do that. Not enough. Yeah. And, and it needs to splash and it needs to ripple much more than what it's doing right now. You know, we, yeah. I, I miss our Jay Moores. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we genuinely need somebody here to start building these people into superstars because they're here. Yeah. They're, they're right in front of our face. Yeah. <laughs> people are studs, man. Yeah. I I try my hardest to, you know, lift everybody up, but there's only so much that I can do, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and there's like a few other people here and a few other people there, but it's really not enough. And I've talked to people before about it, and I think a lot of the geographical issues that Seattle has with big ass hills all over the place, you know, you can't see a block down the road half the time. You yeah, know, there's something for sure. blocking the way, and, and so I, I've... I've thought about that a lot recently because I've mm -hmm. talked to a lot of people about that, you know, is if you can't visually see what's around the corner, or what's over that hill or anything like that, it like everything stops basically there. So you have these things blocking yep. all these different areas. And so it really is about other people supporting other people, yeah. you know, and when you can't support those people in places like business establishments around the city, like, yeah, that's why we're so. That analogy you made, um, not being able to see it, made me think about like it's hard for 
it's hard for us artists to see it. We don't see too many other artists genuinely making it. And yeah. half of that is because you can, you can get as much support as you want. Yeah. We don't have no label support. We don't see anybody talking to these big labels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's like, how, how does it happen? Right. You know, we're, we're banking on going viral. We're banking yeah. on having a bunch of support. You know what I'm saying? There's, it's, it's just so different, you know, the East Coast and the West Coast, they have those main pillars. They right. can go and see these fucking big-ass buildings that's built around music. Right. You know, we don't see nothing like that. Our, our labels aren't even really present yeah. out here. Yeah. So it's like, how the fuck is it going to yeah. work? And so until you know music is like part of the heart and soul of Seattle. Yeah, you know, for sure. Space Needle yep. itself. Yep. And then you have things like what used to be the EMP, now Come on. pop, Come and on. it's, you know, an abstract representation of a guitar and, you know, full of music history and the amount of music history, the rich musical history that yep. is here and the fact that we don't have the infrastructure to back it is all nuts. Mm -hmm. It is. It's absolutely all crazy to me. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah. It's mind blowing. It's a, uh, it's something that I would love to be able to make some footprints to help try to change. I'm fucking can't do it. Right. It's not gonna happen in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, hopefully I can give out some gems and yeah, point people in the right direction to be able to go further than what I'm gonna be able to do. Right. You know, that's the that's the plan. That's yeah. The goal. <laughs> but I mean, your role in event curation and and creating that social vibe for people and and your knack for doing that mm -hmm. is going to be an important part of, yep. of the infrastructure for sure you know for we, sure everybody has those individual parts and and we have a lot of those people that can help make that foundation it's just we are missing a few few links to the puzzle you yep. know that we need to need to put together so i feel like we're getting closer and closer and closer to it though especially in recent years so many things have happened and and with how social media and the internet has advanced as yeah well, and yeah how <laughs> things can be found out like like that yep. like all it takes is the right connections all of a sudden for sure and then blown up you know what I mean? <coughs> so i think we're getting really close to it with a lot of that because you're saying i mean people like like we were just listening to macintosh and yep. how he connected with blockstar and x-ray and whatnot and how yep. he's starting to grow travis and epic and how he's starting to grow and everything and then you have like paris who's yep. getting signed and yep. you, uh, there's and tons and tons Louis. of people. Yeah, yep. yeah. Louis's been. Oh my God! I just yep. saw him down in Atlanta or something like that oh, as well. Nice. So, um, so you know, there there are a lot of people who are starting to get picked up. Yep. I mean, and I hate you know hate to say it, but also like Little Mosey and Malcolm. Yeah, Lee, you know, yeah. What they did as well. Um, it, it's just tremendous. For it's all us, about coming so. back and giving that game back. 100%. Until that happens, it's just going to be. Everything's gonna be watered, watered down, and washed down. And yeah. motherfuckers might fuck me up and, and and talk shit a little bit about this, but like, niggas gotta do more research on like what these people are doing before you speak down upon them. You yeah. know, like I'm not the biggest fan of Macklemore, but yeah. for the people that he's connected to, like he's giving them tons of opportunities. I'm seeing these people Hard prosper. Yeah. I'm seeing them grow. Like he's doing by them. It's just more of. Yeah. You know, we got to have more people in place to do that for other people. And I'm sorry, but he's <laughs> still in the city. Yeah. He's still doing things yeah, here. Yeah, programs like, that he's funded. Right, like, he's yeah. he's put some money back into right. the shit. Yeah, you know? so I definitely, um, you know, he is one of those people that has made a big impact for us and made yeah. it easier for people here to get noticed yeah. and to get that shine. So for he sure. did play an important part. But I'm, I'm right there with you. I think he's an anthemic rapper. And mm -hmm. that's, that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's his role. That's his role. That's, that's, that's what he's role. doing to, to, to get know? where he needs to be. And I'm, I'm not mad at you, man. Right. Do your thing. Yeah, 100%. You know? And, you know, things like the residency and stuff like that, too, are have made massive. Like, I know so many uh, uh, residency alumni now mm -hmm. who are now starting to flourish. And yeah. Yep. they're doing it correctly yep. and they're doing it you know they're professional about it mm -hmm. and i can't say the same about a lot of people coming from previous you know For years sure. and decades out here For so sure. um yeah uh <laughs> yes People really do need to do a little bit more they gotta do some uh, research, yeah. research and into the business side of things too because they think that they're just supposed to like get found and then pop off you know that's, that's a cliche that's been pushed around and that's how people think and yeah. and it's sad so um but yeah i i have hope high hopes for 
the coming future. And I have high hopes that, you know, a lot of what I've written for people and whatnot, I've, I've gotten feedback from them and I've gotten like updates on where they're at and how, you know, sending off my articles helps yeah, them grow for sure. and shit. And so like, you know, I'm just trying to continue to do my part and like, you're playing a big part, get the, get playing the a big part, <laughs> you know, so a big, a big yeah. Part. So I continue to have high hopes and remain positive that for we sure. will get there. You Hell know? yeah. <laughs> in the future. So, you know, things like this. We will get there for sure. <laughs> like, that's that's the plan, you know? man. Come on. Um, yeah, Come on. exactly. But, you know, without having these conversations and being blunt about it, yep. you know, we're never going to get there. So, no. we got to keep talking to people. Yeah. We need to break down this uh, fucking freeze, that, the Seattle freeze that everybody keeps talking about, yeah. which... Like, a, like, I don't know, this pandemic, like, really changed a lot of that for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm seeing more people come together. And even though it's, like, awkward and weird, like, for them to, like, yeah, become be, friends. Yeah. And they're like, how do I even socialize with you? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm starting to see more and more people, like, come together in, like, weird combinations of people that I never thought would have yep. ever worked together. Because of how things were previously, you know. For sure. They're coming together. There's emotion. So. Yeah, and, I, and anybody who, like, continued to work throughout this pandemic on whatever they were passionate about, they're the people that are right now starting to, like, really, like, pop off with that shit that they For sure, so, for sure. You know, so, yeah, there's been a lot of hard work on people the past couple of years, and I think it's making a big difference for us mm-hmm. right now, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the future here. Hopefully we get more popping, more better venues that are supporting the artists better and yeah they're supporting black art too let me just say that yeah we no, want we want to see that, that. <laughs> yeah for real because i see a lot of people get snubbed and yeah. a lot of shit happen and i don't understand why so you know yeah we gotta we gotta see more support and more things that's representing what's going on in the city it's more than just one look you yeah. know uh-huh. and, and until we come forward with our identity and who we are yeah be in our room yeah you know and that comes from the people that's booking people making yeah. these events like they, it needs to just have more representation than one one part of seattle and so, did you see the block party lineup yeah yeah there was a lot of local people on there comparatively there was uh yeah and so uh you know bigger festivals like that can do more of their part this day in day out festival (laughs) as well that was like a bumper shoot side festival or whatever we can see more diversity on them and everything uh yeah there's a lot of these festivals and a lot of these like recurring events and and with larger backers, mm-hmm. you know, that that could absolutely be doing more to support. Yeah, just more more yeah. diversity. More yeah. diversity. Y'all know what we say, man. Yeah. We need more we need more of that sauce on there. Yeah. There's one, a lot of sauce out here. <laughs> one thing that I've noticed too throughout this pandemic, you know, is you have the same like twelve people playing shows every mm-hmm. other week mm-hmm. yeah every other thing <laughs> and i think a lot of that has to do with just the nature of the pandemic and what's happening and so mm-hmm. i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping with things opening up a little bit more and like the mass mandate finally hopefully mm-hmm. coming to a a, a close and i like, hope so I'm hoping people feel a little bit more safer to go outside because I know a lot of yeah. artists were like concerned for their safety and for their sure. health, and so you know I'm I'm hoping that it we don't regress so much and that we can continue to grow forward. I agree. And be a little bit more open to other artists and yeah. I take an oath to play my role. I for sure. I'm definitely having the mindset of bringing in more talent. Yeah. At the spaces that I'm in. Yeah. And, you know, it might it might only be a little bit to some other people, but I'm, I'm telling you it's going to be a lot more than what was happening in the past. Yeah. And we can't let this pandemic, like, slow down the progress. Right. That's, you know, this, this shit's not going anywhere. There's right. ways to be safe, and I, I hope that everybody is playing their role to be safe, too. Right. But like yeah. We got to get the fuck back outside. Yeah, we have to be productive. <laughs> we have to, like, keep moving yeah. on in life. You can't just let this harbor us. Oh, or else we're going to live in bubbles the rest of our life because mm-hmm. viruses and bacteria are going anywhere. No. So you can get sick all the time, you know what I mean? But, like, uh, like yeah, I'm 
vaccinated. If For I'm sure. sick, I don't do anything and I stay home and, yep. and you know, and be responsible in that For sure. way. And, For sure. and that was my duty as an American throughout all of this, you Come know on. what I mean? Or as, not even just as an American, but as a, like a, a human being, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So there's ways to be safe and, but to continue, I've been working throughout this entire pandemic. Yep. I didn't get to go home, stay home and be safe. No, right. I was deemed an essential worker. Come I wanted on. to keep going to work every single day. So why risk my life and then have to like what stop my career and stop everything that I'm doing? Come on, you know what Come I mean? On. Like, so yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I get it for the people that are compromised and mm -hmm. like could potentially die and all that shit. But like, civilization cannot crumble. No, because of this. No, We've not at all. Too many other things in life, mm -hmm. and that we sh we we have learned from history, like the bubonic plague and yep. all of those things. You know yep. that have happened. The Spanish flu happened as well. You know. Come and on. Hello, hundred yeah. years ago, we're still here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I am very much so in the vein of everything needs to be back in productivity. Yes. Because so many other places have been operating, functioning, and functioning. For sure. And that's, that's what everybody was saying, like the new normal or normal or something. And like, I'm not even trying to find normal. I'm trying to find functional. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. right now, like, like the police aren't functional. Government's not functional. Mm -hmm. Society's not functional. Like mm -hmm. I took a bus through downtown Seattle at Third Avenue today. On Pike. You want Third yeah. Pine or Third Pine? Well, I went right <laughs> past it, right past that yeah. McDonald's and shit. You want to talk about non-functioning yeah. blocks in the city? Like yeah. drive up Third Avenue, and for sure. Like, up or down, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's Skid Row vibes. Yes, and it's so crazy because nobody can do anything about it. Right. Because it's been written into the laws. They don't want to do anything about it. No, they, they do. Don't. They do things about it during certain times of the year. Hundred percent. Yeah, and and it's like that is part of what's also been detrimental to everything mm -hmm. is because nobody wants to go out and deal with that or anything. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do as like a five foot six? Like, yeah. you know, I'm a tiny little person. <laughs> I think that I'm a lot like stronger yeah. here than I am, yeah. but. What am I going to do walking down and I'm going downtown to go to a concert to support my community. For sure. Yet I have to like, you know, yeah, it's, be scared it's, for my life on my way yeah. home just because I'm walking through the downtown portion of the city. Like 1000%. Yeah. You know, and I'm still out here trying to support these people. Yeah. I know? see you. You outside. Yeah. You, you outside. I'm, here, man. You know, I'm still supporting people and checking out what's going on in the scene. You know, I put so much money back into the community. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, more, more people need to be doing this. Yeah, 1,000%. 1,000%. I'm so much more like, wanting to be into that. that. And like I was saying, I've been, been working throughout this whole thing and selling weed. And like the people that come in and they're just like, you know, sometimes I see people like distraught. Yes. Like genuinely like having the worst day of their life. They're like, I, I, I've seen some people that were like, oh, I could be getting evicted. Thank mm -hmm. God for the moratorium. Mm -hmm. Which is ending. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, new mayor, mayor uh, Harold, I uh, have already seen him doing a bunch of shit to like progress society back towards, you know, seeing places getting sweeped. Come on. Uh, the eviction moratorium is up at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And so no more hiding behind that. And like, I am compassionate towards these people who are actually down on their luck. Yeah. But I also know some motherfuckers who just ain't been paying bills or nothing because of this. Uh, because they're taking advantage of the situation. For sure. Which, I mean, you know, I could have very easily done that. Mm -hmm. But I paid my rent the entire time and paid all my bills. And yeah. On top of it because that's back to the functioning of society. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you know? For sure. And it's just been, it's been wild. Um, and so, uh, Anyways, that was trying to be my great segue to stop talking about this thing. <laughs> nah, it, it, it don't it don't stop. The no, shit does it doesn't not stop. stop. And that's stop. why I'm just gonna spiral into this fucking long tangent man, on all man. of it. But I mean, yeah, I, I, especially today, I was having a lot of thoughts about it when I was sitting on the bus, you mm -hmm. know, watching all. Because you just seen it. Yeah, you just went out there and seen. It. I humbled myself at least right. like once or twice a month, and you know, I stay in federal way, and I yeah. I catch the bus up to Seattle just to like. Just to, you know, touch that. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's to me personally, it's just a good reality check because yeah. you, you drive places every day, you develop these routes, you yeah. only see one fucking thing. Right. You know, like sometimes you need to switch the route up just to yeah. be able to 
see different outlooks on things. Yeah, and I'm not one that's like stuck in my phone when I'm on the bus. No, I'm, I'm looking out the window. I'm looking at people around me, mostly so yeah. that I don't get shot or something yep. on the bus. Yeah, yep. for sure, uh, for sure. So you know, got to be aware of everything, mm -hmm. and so that's when you really soak up everything and get a good sense. For sure, I don't have my license, so I walk everywhere. Yeah, say that. Everywhere. Say that. So <laughs> I'm constantly like soaking up everything. Come on. Me and paying attention to all of it. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I have compassion for certain things, mm -hmm. but other things I'm like, yeah, for sure. right now. For and sure. Shit, like they know that they're not going to get in trouble. They mm -hmm. know they're mm -hmm. not going to get booked in jail because King County ain't taking people if yeah. it's a minimum, like a small offense. And yeah. they're not taking people over big offenses now, and that's really fucking bad. Like, they're letting people out sometimes, you know? Yeah, exactly. They don't want to take anybody in because of the short stopping, because of COVID, because of all of this. Mm -hmm. And so they know they can get away with it. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's that sometimes is like the, the saddest part about it. For but. sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was talking about work and talking about weed because I was going to lead into weed things yes. to talk Come about on. with you. I like talking about weed. But I'm happy that we went down that trail and talked about a lot of that because it's something else who is very involved in community things. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I appreciate your thoughts on the matter. For sure. So, for sure. So yeah, hopefully we can push forward and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've been bartending for years. Yeah. Um, and have been throughout this entire pandemic and shit. And yep. I, we were just talking about you were bartending yeah. and shit. Um, and so like, uh, let's first just start off with like your weed habits and like what your preferences are and oh, shit man. like that. Because man. like, you know, I, I, I smoke blunts, which yeah. is why I made this podcast yeah. one Come time on, because talk, I will on. sit and, and shoot the entire <laughs> blunt to myself yeah. and, and have these conversations. Come um, on. so yeah, what's your, what's your preferred, what do you, um, what's your vibe? What do you like? What's your I'm a, habits like? I'm a, I'm a, um, sativa guy. Like I personally like sativa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went through a phase where I only smoked like indicas and shit mm -hmm. like that, but like, you know, I'd I be busy. I'd be mm -hmm. trying to do some things, and this yeah. weed thing got so <laughs> fucking strong, man. Like, I just, I hate just getting stoned and stuck. You know, yeah. I, I get to that point now with the weed. So, like, on a personal level, I don't really, I don't be smoking like that all day. Yeah. Know? Like, I used to. I used to smoke all the time. Yeah. All day. You feel me? But, like, you know, a few times throughout the day at this point, you know, morning, I definitely wake up, hit a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know bowl, you know, not, hit a bowl, not you know what I'm saying? Bag yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all the way wooded in in the morning. Yeah. You know, I like to wait till like, you know, some afternoon shit, maybe yeah. like three, hit the, hit the wood. I can't even know. smoke weed in the morning. Like flour, mm -hmm. I have to do like dabs or something. Nice. Like that. That's yeah. cool. Oil That's cool. for me is a lot different. The yeah. come down's different off of it, I feel. And that's why it has to be daytime. So Heard like, you. And that's why I can't do the flour. Flour makes me tired and unproductive, 100%. It's a fucking thing. People yeah. lie. They uh -huh. say it. No, I'd be. Bro, shut up. Lying. You are lying. Yeah. I know you are tired. Nigga, <laughs> your eyes are hella red. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, slow. I'm grown. And I, use, I drop it to this day. Yeah. And it's because, like, you know, I don't want people thinking that they can, that they're sharper than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not what I'm, you know, trying to give off. And so, right. like, I need my eyes white because it's like, I'm here with you even though I am. Yeah. I'm buddy. I'm high. I'm right. Float. I'm on my, I'm on my my level yeah you know so you know like it's just it's so lame how it's frowned upon you know yeah and it's 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 unfortunate but yeah i'm an eye drop guy for sure like uh, i do not I've, i never use eye drops ever ever oh my it's god it's so funny because i'm so since like high school right and in high school i would go smoke at lunch and then i would go to my class mm -hmm. and i was in newspaper class go figure taylor became a journalist That's lit. Uh, That's lit. but yeah i was in my newspaper class and, and one of the other girls she was uh in a grade above me but mm -hmm. she like came over to me and she was like obviously stoned right and being like annoyingly like i'm high ha, yeah ha, ha, ha. i don't like that i don't yeah. i never yeah. do i was always obviously high sure. <laughs> just for like sure. red eyes just like i don't give a fuck if you want to call me up and being high yeah. like you do that that's send me you. home that's i don't want to be here anyway that's <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, I hate that. I do not like that. I can do it. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my eyes get really, really red. 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's so red. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't like the dryness of it, especially mm. when I have allergies and shit yeah, like that. Like, I've, sure. I've been thinking about using eye drops. Mm, they're smooth. Yeah. Mean, why? What the fuck? Why yeah. Not? Why I don't not? know. Why have your eyes hella red? Right. Like, I don't know. It's fuck? like it's like how I've been going to concerts my whole life without earplugs, and mm -hmm. I finally bought some nice-ass earplugs. How is that? Oh, it's amazing. I've also, <laughs> so the ones that I bought have like a hollow um, loop to them or whatever. They're called loop. Mm -hmm. um, but they So they just reduce the decibels. They don't muffle everything. And so I can still hear people, and I can still like... I, I was wearing them one night at a show, and uh, I had somebody, like, lean over and say something to me, and I, like, freaked me out. First of all, I was by myself, so it was For hella sure. random. Um, but they, like, leaned in, and I could hear them perfectly. Yeah. And usually in the club, I'm like, what? Because I'm, like, partially deaf, so I'm like, I can usually never hear anybody. And yeah. so, like, I ruptured this eardrum forever ago. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's really hard when people lean in and try and talk to me. I'm like, I can't fucking hear anything. Yeah. And now people are wearing, wearing masks. I can't read their lips. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'm yeah, smooth. I know. <laughs> you know, but yeah, wearing these, I heard them perfectly, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <coughs> like, mm -hmm. what? Um, but it reduces the decibel. I think it's like reduces it by like twenty decibels. That's so smooth. it's like still nice and loud, but yeah. like it's not. It, uh, it's, it's it's not going to ruin your ears, right? right. And I and I noticed that throughout the pandemic too, where um, I had uh, like less ringing in my ears, mm -hmm. and then I went to a concert for the first time. And everything opened back up, and I was like, "Oh, it's back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Damn, yeah, I really is, should have brought my it. earplugs today because <laughs> I just ruined it." Man. And so yeah, now I'm bringing it in my ear again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, anyways, you're a sativa in the morning kind of guy. Sativa. sativa. I'm a sativa all, <laughs> all day. Yeah, all fucking day. Yeah. Like, sativa is my shit. Uh, I 100%. I'm. I like the lemony, I like the bright, the uplifting, the yeah, citrusy type stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? That that's like kind of like creative vibe and mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, I get a weird like if I if it's too body dominant, mm -hmm. I and I can't like feel my body, I get anxiety. And it's crazy. It's like your weird. heart is thumping. Yeah, and then I yeah. like I have a weird like dissociative like episode, and like it freaks uh, me out. So yeah. I don't do like really heavy body dominant indicas. Can't do it. I feel like we grew up on. Um... Hella sativas too, like yeah. you know, like I smoked blue dream blue for probably dream, like a year and a half. Green years crack, to yeah. you feel me? Like that's yeah. the shit that I like. That's the shit that made me laugh when I was a kid smoking yeah. weed, and like that's what I'm looking for, dude. I'm, I don't, I ain't trying to be in a coma. Right. Like I'm trying to smoke, giggle a little bit, yes. watch a movie, think of some dope rhymes, nigga. Yeah. Like you feel me? Like I'm trying to ha ha ha, ha when I smoke weed. <laughs> like, I don't understand the whole like being stuck in couch lock shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is cool about that, nigga? Yeah, like that's I think not it, tight. I mean, it goes hand in hand with the people's obsession with lean and shit like that too. Not tight. Not tight. Not tight. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them guys that's gonna say it like straight up. Like, that shit's not filthy. No. All the, all the Percocets, the lean. Like, I don't, I don't even respect these weed companies making their uh, brands look like that. That shit's lame as fuck. Like, bro, yeah. it's two different plants. Not even that. That's not even a plant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's weed wild. is like the. Come on, like yeah. Oh, that's that's some weak ass branding, and I'm all about branding, but that's lame. Yeah, that's lame. I yeah, I don't like. We that. smoke weed to help you hopefully get off of that weak ass shit. Exactly. Yeah, I have literally helped <laughs> people get off of opiates with cannabis. So mm -hmm. you know, to market it and portray it. Yeah, it's a weed. Yeah. Like, that shit's weak. Yeah. All the brands doing it, that shit's lame as fuck. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> that we don't shit's fuck with lame. that. Uh-uh. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. That shit's, yeah. Not my, uh, not my cup of, not yeah. my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to sip a little whiskey? You know what I'm saying? I'm sip a little, you know? What the hell? I don't understand yeah. that. Uh, oh. so, then... Uh, just flour for you? Any dabs or edibles? You fuck with any of that? I don't like edibles. No. I'm not an edible guy. Like, I it's run. slumped it in was the like couch. Thanks, Thanksgiving. Feeling, huh? Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. fucked me up one time. My mom yeah. made these edibles and I was like, my mom's making these. I'm like, these are weak. Yeah. I eat both of these cookies, man. I was done. Done. <laughs> done. You feel me? It was one of the first times I had a little panic. Like, yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, I'm not even really getting down with the edibles. Yeah. I'll hit the uh I'll hit a weed pen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little oil. Um I'll take some dabs here and there. Yeah. It's just gotta be the right 
right moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, house, nigga, probably, you know, there for a few hours. Nigga, stone, nigga, yeah, some, you some can ride bunches, it out. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm making the oil shit a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like some oil, a probably watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not know. the uh, wake up and take a couple of jabs. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's how I start my day. <laughs> I can't. I, I just. Yeah. I like it, though, now that, though. now that people are more educated about it. Yeah. You know, like, the not so hot hits and right. shit like that. Like, when yeah. I started smoking oil, it was uh, burning the nail hella hot and shit. And then. Yeah coughing to death not understanding red hot nail that was the only way to do it man the only Dad. way so i'm like bro this, this is just too much Tony. you know look can, say your parents aren't educated about that yeah. shit you know you stand with your folks back in the day yeah. and they see that black ass oil. Yo, that literally happened to me. I was still living with my dad and we were smoking. He'd probably cry. Together. And my friends brought in this big ass torch, right? That was like this big. They had like an industrial one, right? Mm -hmm. And this fat ass rig with a nail on it. And they like start torching it. My dad's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it looked maybe. Your dad's, but he's more of a flower. Yeah, though, flower, right? man. You know yeah. You don't um, need all that. Like, I mean, you. No, let me. I you can you you can do all that. you can do all that if you like all that. But like me personally, yeah. I don't need all that, bro. Like you know, I've hit the point. I've been dabbing since 2014, 2013. Yep. Oil was just starting to hit the medical market. For you sure. Know what I mean? For so sure. I'm so desensitized to it now that a dab yeah. for me is like somebody smoking a bowl for themselves. You know, for what sure. I mean? they get nice and giddy high. Yeah, I get nice and giddy <laughs> high. You know, so I love the yeah. dabs, but I'm yeah. such an advocate for moderation and knowing your body and knowing how much yeah. is enough because mm. I hate it when people get too high around For sure. Me. I don't want to fucking babysit you. Yeah. I don't want to have you pass out on me. Like, I want you to be comfortable and be nice and whatever. You know what I mean? You don't even have to be stoned. You I look around. Stoned. Homie's in the bathroom for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Lit, just stuck deep. in the mirror. Yeah. And I'm just, like, sick. Glad I invited you over. Oh, man. Never doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Mm. Uh, but I've, I'm sure you've seen your fair share, though. You said you were bud tending for a little while yeah. uh, before. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen your fair share of customers come through the for different sure. types, for the sure. people that are just like, give me the highest THC percentage. Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do not like those people. I tell people all the time I'm not a number guy. Yeah. Like, 100%. you know what I'm saying? As soon as they throw out the, what's the highest THC? Like, um, I'm not really a number guy, but yeah, I can show you some. Yeah, you know, I tried this one, it didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was, one is yeah. like 17, but it was knocked me down. Like, yeah, I don't... exactly. <laughs> it is not about the oh, number, man. it's about like the terps and the harvest date is another yeah, big factor. For sure. There's a lot of variables to it, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's a little different. What's uh, the highest number? Like, oh my god, that just gives me a red flag to where it's like. As a bud tender, yeah. I'm just going to listen to everything you yeah. say. I'm not even going to give you a suggestion. Yeah. Like, that's when I follow your lead because you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one of those. Where, and especially if they come in all the time and ask the same thing mm -hmm. and they think that you don't remember who they are. And so they're like, yeah, I need something that's like the highest THC percentage. <laughs> I've been smoking since before you were born, mm -hmm. and I have a pretty high tolerance. So I need the highest THC percentage. You come back over there with some moon rocks, you got to. Go put that Straight back. Straight up. I don't want that. I'm like, oh my God, you said the highest number. Yeah. And this is, well, first of all, this is the highest number you're going to get because it's coated in oil. Yeah, when I'm when I'm in dickhead mode, I will go do that oh, just off the grid. I'm really irritated. I see them come in and I'm like trying not, I'm like trying to time out my transactions so I don't get them. But then I get them and they're like, yeah, I need, you know, they do the whole spiel. And so I go to the wall and I pull out everything and yep. I look at the number. And yep. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, this one's pretty high. Okay, no, no, no. And I go through everything. Eventually, they just go, that one's fine. Ah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one, for sure. Yeah, and I, I'm like, well, don't fucking ask me stupid questions yeah, then. Yeah, that's you know? your lame. I don't want to be like that as a bud tender. Yeah. I love finding what's right for people mm -hmm. and shit like that so mm -hmm. i don't want to be like that but if you're going to come in with that energy i'm going to give it right back yeah that's a scary question man i yeah. hate hearing that as a bartender it yeah. just made it made my whole like ah, this is lame like yeah damn you know like you don't really care 
You are you are tricked. Yeah. 100%. You are tricked mentally. Yeah. Homie. You tricked well, yourself to thinking that got you that What was the worst high. customer that you could ever that you had? Or like I, the worst type that you didn't like? I mean, I, high numbers are pretty bad, but high number is probably the the worst. But like, yeah. I never really had too many like bad customers. Like, I feel like if you have a bad customer, it's it's, it's on you. You did something. <laughs> you looked it's at him wrong. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you, you stared at him too long. Yeah. Something's off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You helped feel that because people do come in upset. I yeah. have that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's like, bro, what? I'm when I see that you're mad. Like I'm reading the room already. I already yeah. see that you're mad. I'm, I'm cheesing. Yeah, I'm cheesing. Bro. I'm, about to, I'm about to help you out real quick, right, bro. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm tell saying? Me what's wrong? And I don't help you. Out. Not even that. You don't want to tell me that. I know yeah. that. But I'm gonna help you so greatly. Yeah. You, why would you be mad at me? Right. Why would you be mad at me? Yeah. You know. So it's like you know, I never really had too many crazy ones, bro. I'm gonna be. I get irritated with that. With that motherfucking number question. <laughs> like <laughs> what the is the one. highest? That is just lame, dude. I that will say that that's mostly top tier for me. Oh, is that one? That is just yeah. That's the one. Yeah. There's also the people that come in and they're like, I have $20. Can I get an eighth of something? And then you pull out an eighth of something for like 20 bucks, you know, whatever, 15, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. You got anything better than that? Homie. <laughs> Homie. Bruh, up your game up. Yeah, bro. That's, that's, you know what you're coming in here for, bro. This ain't the streets. Yeah. This ain't the streets, bro. Yes. Like, just get I'm, that through your mind. I'm sorry, but this get, is what we got. This is what I got for you, brother. Like you, you, you ain't spending that much, you know. I used to. Um, I hate the people that trip off the weed. Uh, that's too expensive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like you, I show you the best shit I got in here, and you're like, Oh my god, why does it cost yeah, that much? Like why? I'm like, I mean, what do you mean why? <laughs> <sighs> like why is top shelf alcohol twenty dollars more than bottom shelf alcohol? Oh, you know, I, I, I had a, I had a cool analogy that like tied in mistakes and shit. Yeah. You know, like they always like, man, I didn't even get that high. Like I, I bought that stuff and I wasn't that stoned. I was like, well, how did it taste? <laughs> how did it fucking taste? You, you fucking bought a filet mignon one time in your life. Yeah. You didn't get that full. <laughs> it's small as shit, but it tasted yeah. great, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the hell up. That's what we're. That's what it's over here about. That's, that's what's going on. It was People just. Can resonate with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You get your filet mignon, bro. You, you trick yourself into thinking you're full. Nigga, you still hungry, bro. You about to get a dick's burger after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to, my God. Go get a dick's burger after that, man. You know, that little filet mignon didn't do nothing. Shut up. <laughs> that is simultaneously the best analogy and the most disgusting thought <laughs> to think of. A filet yeah. mignon and then a dick's burger. Like, that's what, you know, you about, about to stop, bro. You're not full. That's gross. Still hungry. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, people can be wild, and so you know we need the right people to guide them, guide sure. them along their path and their way. For sure. For sure. So doing doing the Lord's work with it, if you will. I'm gonna have the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So what's the future hold for you? I know you said that you're working on just curating events, but anything yeah. coming up in the future that you have planned or like what what do you see your future coming up here? Man, I'm trying to I'm 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 trying to DJ more house music. Mm -hmm. Um that's kind of like on the top of my list. Uh What made you decide to start doing more like house music and and, and venturing out of hip hop? I honestly, um, I learned how to DJ through like electronic music. To be honest, oh, cool. my best friend is Justin Hardinger. You feel me? And so like, Justin yeah, so. like that's that's <laughs> the, the, I'm, the well, electronic really, he's world. He's like really <laughs> insanely talented yeah. at what he does. So yeah. I'm just clowning. My, that, my, <laughs> that's him. Electronic world. Yeah. That's that's a shit, and it's crazy because oh, don't kill me, but that nigga was rapping at first. Yeah. <laughs> he was rapping at first and then got into electronic music so like i've yeah. always been around it i um and then just you know working at the nightclub and stuff like that it's always that the club i work at pushes electronic music first right. and foremost and so i've had to educate myself on that music and i found the niche that i like i like i found where it resonates and so i just you know djing is truly like fun for me you know, and it's, 
I don't even want to say it's a hobby anymore. You know, it's yeah. like I I want to find a niche for yeah. that. You know, like DJ and that art. And so yeah. I feel like house music and R and B is like those two that they they mix well together. They do. And so that's why I kind of want to take that on more. And I don't want people to put me in a box. Yeah. Like I rap my damn self, and like I can DJ rap music all day. I grew right. up listening to it. I love it. You yeah. Know? And it's honestly. For any DJs out there, they know, dude, DJing fucking rap music is way harder than EDM. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, it's hard because a lot of rap has that chill, laid back vibe to it. You know? There's just mean? more lyrics on it. Yeah. Electronic music, there's no fucking, there's no vocals on it. Yeah. Are there, there is songs with vocals. I like songs with vocals a lot right. more, but like, they're made to DJ. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're doing hip hop, like, you probably know how to scratch and shit too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that that's that shit. Yeah. Hip hop DJs are kinda way more crazier than EDM DJs to me. Yeah. Don't kill me. You know, the EDM DJs nine times out of ten they're probably producing. Yeah. You know, so that's what makes the DJ set that much more cooler. But the motherfucking hip hop DJs where they Yeah. They ah, behind the back nigga I, like I, this I, crazy yeah. shit. Like that's jaw like, dropping for me. That's yeah. that sauce. Yeah, I wish I could do that. You know, me too. I me mean, too. I can't even get down like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's why I want to do the the house wave, man. I want I don't want to yeah. be put in a box when it comes to DJing. That's so, good though. Growing, forever, forever. and it's 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 cool learning. I love learning. I like yeah. being the student. That's sick. You know? Yeah, that's dope. Well, cool. Uh, we're getting about down to the end of the hour then here. So uh, just for everybody uh, who may not know you or where to find your shit, uh, where can they go to find you or stay up to date on other things that you're doing? Um, all my socials is Johannes J, so Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, the, the music on Spotify, iTunes, all streaming services is under Johannes, Y-O-H-I-N-E-S-S. Yeah, you know. Sure. Follow up. Yeah. <laughs> well, any last thoughts that you want to leave the people with? Um, before we wrap it up. Nothing too crazy, man. Do you? Pray, <laughs> keep faith. You All know. That. Smoke, smoke good weed. Yeah. yeah that's about it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, thank you for having yeah, me. No, Appreciate it. It was fantastic. So, <laughs> Brad, wrap it on up.